Hello, my name is Joy and this is Joyland Devotionals. Today, Rachel McCloskey is going to be talking to us about John 16.33. I hope you enjoy. Welcome uh, once again to this third episode of Joyland Devotionals. Today, I am a little more excited uh, because I'm having a person that I really admire, someone that I really, really like, and her name is Rachel. How are you, Rachel? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me, Joy. And uh, I I remember when, well, some years ago uh but we're gonna talk about that a little a little bit later um but yeah so uh thank you really thank you so much for being here and um would you tell us a little bit about you yeah uh so my name's rachel like joy said um i'm currently a student um i'm studying to be a deaconess in the lutheran church missouri synod um and a lot of people don't know what a deaconess is, um, including myself before <laughs> I wanted to be a deaconess. So I'll explain a little bit about that. Um, so deaconesses are uh, women who are trained theologically in the church to serve um, and do what we call mercy work, which could be anything from um, like working in foreign or domestic uh, missions, working in congregations, teaching Sunday school or like women's Bible studies. Um, helping care for the members when they um, are suffering from things like chronic illness or perhaps loss of a loved one. Um, Deaconesses can run uh, Christian ministries such as food banks or pregnancy crisis centers or homeless uh, ministry. Um, Yeah, things like that. So, Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, Well, yeah, I actually met Rachel doing missions so that's very cool um she lived here in costa rica for a year um and she lived uh in san jose but we only met like like three or four months after she first came here so she had a certain level of spanish which is very good and then um we started um working together like for two weeks i guess um doing missions with kids so that was very good that's how we met and then uh, that was 2017 right um i think so yeah yeah something like that so we worked together then we will have like a lot of things in common so we will call each other twin (laughs) (laughs) but that was really funny so yeah we had so much fun those two weeks and i remember like doing um like funny songs for the kids and acting and many different things like that. So yeah, yeah, it was so much yeah, fun. It really was. So I, uh, when I tell people about you, I say, yeah, my Costa Rican twin, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, yeah. I remember that by the time we both had short hair, uh, we liked the same music, we liked uh-huh. the same stuff. So that was very cool. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. So, yeah, just I'm very 
I'm very thankful for you. And I hope that you will like um, this conversation that we're going to talk uh, about. Actually, this verse is my favorite verse in the Bible. And um, I just know that this is going to be a huge blessing for me because I'm talking about my favorite things. So, um, yeah. So, would you like to start with a prayer uh, before we dive into the verse? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Dear Lord and Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this opportunity uh, that Joy and I get to have uh, to talk about your word and to dig into it and uh, Lord, please let the folks that uh, are listening to this, uh, please work in their hearts uh, as they listen to our conversation about uh, your word, Lord. Uh, please send your Holy Spirit to give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of your word, Lord, that killed by the law and made alive again by the gospel, we may be set free to uh, love and serve our neighbor to your glory. Also, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So tell me, well, thank you for that prayer first, uh, and tell me, what do you think about this verse? And uh, I'm going to re- read it real quick so people can know what we're talking about. Uh, so we're here today in John 16, and it says, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulations, but take heart, I, will, I have overcome the world. Yeah. Okay, so tell me what do you think about yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. It's such a comforting verse, um, for sure. And I think right now, that's definitely something that the world needs, right? Is some comfort yeah, and peace definitely. from crazy, crazy <laughs> things that are happening. Um, so, yeah, so the first thing that I want to talk about around this verse is just establish um, some context for, like, who wrote it and kind of where it fits in um, to the... Mm gospel narrative. Um, so this gospel is from the gospel of John, uh, is written by, uh, John, one of Jesus' disciples and an apostle. Um, he was the brother of James, who was also a disciple and an apostle. Um, his mother actually followed Jesus and ministered to him while, um, Jesus was in Galilee. Um, and she actually mm-hmm. witnessed his death, um, and was one of the women who brought spices to Jesus' tomb. Um, so apparently this was like, a family affair for John, right? Um, Mm -hmm, mm So he, John was wealthy. His family was wealthy um, and they had a good station in Jewish society. um, And we know this because he was known by the high priest um, and was able to actually go into his house um, and watch Jesus's trial happen. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so that's a little bit of context um, about John. Um, we know that Jesus and John had a close relationship um, because, for a couple of reasons. One, um, in John's gospel, John refers to himself as uh, the disciple whom Jesus loved, which, um, yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, it struck, strikes me at first as like, oh, that's kind of, that's a bit of an arrogant thing to say about yourself. But apparently, I learned this in my New Testament class. So apparently um, that's actually a pretty humble way of like referring to yourself. um, Like instead of using I, like the pronoun I. Um, So, Mm -hmm. and then actually Jesus, um, when he was dying on the cross, um, like entrusted his mother to John um, and said, Hey, you take care of my mom. Um, So, 
yeah. So we know that they had a really close relationship there. Um, and then, so where our verse fits in to the context here of the story is um, a few chapters ago, uh, Jesus had all, Jesus and all the disciples had gathered um, in the upper room for the Last Supper, um, and he had washed their feet. And so now there's this um, like length of teaching that Jesus is trying to prepare his disciples um, to for what's yes, coming exactly yeah. yeah to like witness his death and uh and eventual resurrection um so this is kind of in between mm-hmm. uh the last supper and the garden of gethsemane is how all where all this is taking place mm-hmm. so um that's a little bit of context um of what's going on uh do you have any yeah thoughts or comments or sure um, so I remember, okay, so when I read the Bible, or when I used to read the Bible, like, before what I'm doing right now, um, uh, just to put everyone in context, I am currently doing a, a year goal of reading the whole Bible in a chronological way, right? So, um, you get to dive into every day you get to dive into three chapters and you study like specific things inside of those chapters and the idea is that you don't take too much of the bible like a book uh, but you study little things and i remember last year when i tried to start doing this um i feel like people are are studying like the, the things they already know right mm-hmm. they not they're not studying like in depth of the Bible, and this happened to me. I remember uh, in the in the church, uh, they they put us to read the uh, the four gospel uh, books, right? And uh, I mean, I've read the story, I know Jesus' story, I know a lot of things, but I don't know like little details, like stuff that I had no idea was in the Bible, right? So, um, this verse is one of those things, and I remember. Um, and I say, and I say, this is my favorite verse because I remember like thinking about how the world was over, like was was the world was overtaken or or taken uh, the privilege of the privileges uh, of God, right? Um, the world was taking God's place. The world was doing many different things to Christianity, like ruining our reputation ruining uh what we believe and stuff and then i remember like last year uh, a lot of many different topics were taking uh like importance even inside of the church and that really got me like worrying about the future of the church Mm -hmm. because um right we we talk about uh, revelations and uh, everything that's going to happen there and every day seems like closer and closer and closer and yeah so um i'm not saying like we're all gonna die tomorrow but i'm saying like um you know the world um the world's will or the devil's will is to ruin us mm-hmm. right in in general so we just gotta be careful to who are we trusting right now in many different topics, right? 
So this verse, I feel like, uh, like it's like a reminder for us to every day because the very first part says, "I have said these things to you." Like, come on, I've told I've I've told you these things before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've told you all of these things that I'm about to tell you. I'm gonna I've told you before. So, um, uh, and then he says that in me you may have peace. Right. So. I'm thinking like today how the coronavirus has affected us in many different ways and take has taken away our peace, right? Like everybody wanna do things right now. Everything is so fast, so quick. Everyone, everyone is like going crazy because they cannot like go out or or do the things that they normally do or whatever. Um, they're not trying to ha- like they're not trying to find peace, and God is the only one that brings that like that level of peace, like you can have peace, but you cannot have every day God's peace, right? Yeah. It's, it's different. And he, he's just like patient, right? He's super patient with the things. And so, and then the, I divided like, uh, like in four parts or three parts. Uh, and the third part says in the world, you may, you will have tribulation. Like, and that's something he also says a little later to, to Paul, right? Like you will suffer for my cause. Mm-hmm. You are going to have a, some bad times. Right. But, um, but then he said, then he says to Paul, I'm going to be with you on those times. So that's something that I, I really like. Um, and the last part is like my favorite part, uh, ever um although i know that i'm gonna have problems although i know i'm gonna have hard times uh the christian life is not a perfect life at all um um people confuses uh being a christian with being totally okay with everything like you have no problems you have no um difficult times or stuff like that and it is actually not like that um it's not ninety percent bad and ten percent good. It's like ninety percent good and that ten percent it's really hard to get. Yeah. <laughs> so um or to go through. So um this is like a reminder and it, and it, and in Spanish it says but trust. Uh but in English I like it a little better, but it says like but take heart, right? Yeah. Like like do it inside of you like just like don't just say it really believe it and think about it and put it in your heart that I have overcome the world like he already won like it's not like in him we will win it's that in him we already won so that's something that that's something that like really brings me peace every single day like with this coronavirus thing I'm someone that is very like patient and I don't I don't overthink the things right um so people people confuse that with not caring but I do care I'm just trusting in someone that is bigger and better than any of whatever that is happening right now politics uh, whatever topic that you want to talk about God is God can do more than that right so he already won and he's the main owner of the world. So who am I trusting? Right. It's um, whose word is more worthy for me. Right. So, um, yeah, 
that's that's how that's how I understand this verse. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, when I was I was writing this and and thinking a bit a little bit about it, um, I started thinking, man, twenty twenty has been an absolutely crazy year, and we're like seven months yeah. in already. You know, um, you know, we have got the the coronavirus pandemic. Um, I don't know what things are like in Costa Rica, but um, in the U.S., we've had some like riots and unrest over racial mm-hmm. issues and. Um, just kind of yeah. all kinds of like craziness. And um, they just found, actually, they just, I read on the news, um, they found the bubonic plague in a squirrel in Colorado, oh. which I thought was mm-hmm. interesting. But, uh, you know, so just all kinds of crazy stuff. And it's so, yeah. like, definitely the temptation um, is to go, okay, you know, there's the coronavirus, and that's scary, right? Uh, nobody likes that, but, like, you know, if we just kind of lay low and stay indoors and wear a mask and things like that, uh, then yeah. eventually, eventually medical science is going to solve that. Right. So we, we can put our, our trust yeah. in medical science or, you know, for all the kind of civil unrest. Well, you know, legislation or new laws or a new like system of government or whatever, that's going to solve it, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, but but the issue with that is ultimately, you know, in a sense, these are man-made problems because because uh, sin entered the world through Adam, right? When Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, yeah. um, they they broke the order that God had created uh, for the world to to run by, and that left things, you know, not in a great state. That's the the reason that we have things like the coronavirus. That's that's the reason that that um, you know racial injustices happen and, and violence and murder and all kinds of, all kinds of these things that, um, that are horrible and tragic is, is ultimately because of, of human sin and, and the effects that it has on the world. So, so since this is a, a, you could say a man-made problem, the solution therefore can't be man-made, right? The solution has yeah, to be definitely the God, man, Jesus Christ. Right. Um, so, yeah. and that's why he points us to himself in this passage is, you know, he doesn't say, uh, he says when, you know, when you look around and you see all this horrible stuff happen and, and you experience this tribulation, um, look to me, right? I am the solution. I have mm-hmm. overcome the world. Um, like you were saying, mm-hmm. that's a, that is a, a, a present reality, right? Um, he says, I have overcome. We, we, we don't necessarily experience that yet, right? We don't experience um, right now what it will be like in the resurrection when, yeah. when we don't have disease or, or violence or, or all of that. But, but it's our inheritance, right? That's, that is what um, our, our solid hope and, and sure foundation is. Yeah. Definitely. And I can, I can tell you like from many different <laughs> characters in the Bible or like people that they, they try to do their own thing, like to solve things their way. Like for example, David with the whole thing, like he did, he was very good at the beginning that he ruined the whole thing. He got like the profile God gave him. He just took it and put it in trash straight away. But, um, but I feel like 
at the end. And if you can read like all the Psalms, that's the main, like the end of most of them. Like I am going like I am going crazy. Something very bad is happening in my life. Lord, help me. And that's something also that I wanted to talk about, like how people like pick God as their last option. Like God is never the first solution. God is like how I feel like people know that God is the best solution, but they want to try like everything. And then when they really are like on fire, they go to God because they know God is going to solve the things like all the time. Right. Um, so, yeah, I wanted I wanted to talk about that because I feel like people right now, for example, some people in the churches, for example, they're working harder and they're doing things harder, um, like uh, preparing every Sunday for the live streaming and many different things, doing devotionals, doing stuff like this that we're doing right now. But um, like how maybe they're working hard on many different things, but how is like their personal relationship with God, right? Like how much are they trusting that, for example, um, ministries that they're starting, things that they're doing in the church, uh, the live streaming and everything that's gonna, that's gonna be good, right? Like how, how much prayer are we putting or how much conversation are we having with God about all these things? Like, yeah, we do trust, we do know all these things, but are we putting it on practice? Like, every day, if I, for example, let's say I have a bad day today, um, how much am I telling God, like, help me to go through today, right? Um, help me to take these thoughts that I have in my mind, take them away, or um, give me peace, or show me how to have peace, Um uh, because I need it right now, because of my situation at home, because many different, many different things, right? Like, how are we, how much are we trusting in the Lord and these things? I feel like that first part is like, come on, I've told, I've like, I've told you, yeah, I've told you these things like many times already, like, and many, maybe not like, yeah, with the specific words, but like, with many examples in the Bible, like, um, like, for example, I see Moses that um, everybody's like, okay, uh, they're in the in the front of the river. <laughs> they don't know what to do. These people are coming to get them and uh, uh, they're, they're going to kill them. Like, they know they're going to die. But um, then Moses said, like, okay, God, um, we're in trouble. What are we going to do? <laughs> so God just, like, comes with something. Like, that's that's something I love about God that he's like super creative with the solution of the things and you have, you never expect it or you never see it coming. So then he said like, Oh, you're just going to open the river <laughs> or I'm going to open the river for you guys. And then they cross the cross the river. And they're like, what just like, what just happened? Right. Like I just try to put myself in those situations, like crazy stories like that, or like the, um, the, the people with Joshua that they have to, I don't remember the name of the, of the city in, in English, that they have to like walk around the city outside of the city and like one time for six days. And then the seventh day they had to do seven times and then scream. Like you call that crazy. Right? <laughs> but like, like these people, they were like, 
I like the, the mindset of trusting God at first, like doing everything and putting God first all the time because God is always going to have the right, like the right decisions straight away. So why am I, why do I need to keep on doing like trying and trying and trying to do things by myself if one day I told him to choose for me? <laughs> so, um, so I feel like, yeah, um, those people that like, they walk around that, that city for, no, outside of the city for seven, like seven times. And then they screamed and play their stuff and many different things. And then like, they just saw God's power inside of those things. Right. So that's what, how I feel right now with everything. Like, um, maybe I am putting too much effort in picking for myself doing things by myself because that's one of the mindsets that like the world is putting in like you don't need so that's it's one part is good and then the other part is not so good because as a christian you know that we depend fully of god right like he is our water and bread he is everything for us like our, our breathing right He's on every day. He's our first and last thing, um, right? He's everywhere in all our day and life and everything, right? But when we set this mindset of I can do everything, um, uh, what, uh, what was the song? What doesn't kills me makes me stronger or something like that. Like, right? Like, I know, yeah, you're an independent person. God gave you the freedom to do things, but remember that he it's your strength he is your power he is he has overcome the world right he is um the one who's gonna help you do all those things by yourself like you you need to i feel like the right thing to think is like you don't need to trust more in humans than in god you need to trust god first in everything so yeah yeah absolutely um yeah because when we try and do things our way it definitely we definitely, I, at least speaking personally, I definitely goof things up a bunch. Um, but I like what you were mm-hmm. saying about how, um, you know, the Lord's, when the Lord does something, it's never, ever, ever how we expected, right? It's never the solution mm-hmm. that, like, we would choose, right? Um, and I think most definitely the the example that we see that the clearest is, uh, is, is in the gospel is when he sent his son to die. And... Um, you know, one of the things that uh, I was thinking about uh, when I was kind of mulling over this verse um, was how this is right before he's 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 talking to the disciples right before uh, he's about to be crucified. Um, in the next yeah. couple of chapters, they're going to go to the Garden of Gethsemane and he's going to get arrested. And then, uh, you know, within 24 hours, he's, he's going to be crucified. Um, so... Like, and so what a weird thing for the disciples to um, be watching Jesus's trial and um, to for for them to see Jesus crucified um, and laid in a tomb. And, and they're thinking back to what he said here. And, and, so, and he's saying, I have overcome the world. Look to me for your peace. But like, I don't know about you, but if I saw the man that. I knew to be God, like dead on a cross, I'm not going to have a lot of peace. Right. 
Like, at least, yeah, yeah. you know, obviously we can understand that, that that was a good thing. Um, and, and that was, um, how God brought about the salvation, um, of the world. But, but they did not, they certainly did not understand it, um, at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of verses, uh, previous, um, but Jesus had been saying this stuff to the disciples, preparing them, whatever. And then they go, oh, Jesus, okay, I get it. I understand now. Um, and they really, they think they they do get it. But Jesus, Jesus says uh, in verse 31, do you now believe? Uh, Jesus replied, a time is coming, in fact, and has come when you will be scattered, each to your own home. You will leave me all alone, yet I am not alone, for my Father is with me. So he, he shows, you know, guys, you say you get it, but but you really don't because you're about to run away. You're about to show your unfaithfulness, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, they really, they did not understand what was going on um, at the time. And and just what, what an odd thing that would be for the disciples to, to think back on when... Um, when they they know Jesus was dead, uh, but you know what? How that turned out yeah. in the end is he didn't stay dead, right? Um, and so, <laughs> so a lot of times, you know, we we can't understand what God's up to uh, in the moment, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's an important lesson because uh, I think it can be easy right now to guess at what God's doing with the coronavirus, um, and how sometimes mm-hmm. that can. If we try and try and guess at God's motives, we end up at the at the wrong place. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a charade, right? Like you see all these many different things, and you try to guess what the person is doing. But like something that I always like to think about, like I'm not like I don't I don't go too hard on trying to understand things. I just kind of accept things how they are, right? So. Um, like in general with many different things, but especially with God, because I know like I have no doubt of what he's going to do. And I know that what he's going to do is way greater and better than what I could ever think. Right. So now it really called my attention that that thing that you said, like, um, like giving his own son, right. His first son to us, um, to this uh, world to be with us for 33 years or something like that, uh, to talk to us about what he was, what, like, to really, I feel like it was, like, truly to understand who he was, right? To get at, like, people wanted all the time since Moses and all these characters, like, they wanted to have something physical to look at and to, like, for them to believe and even after he dies and then he resurrected uh i think it's thought thomas right in the bible uh this guy says like until i don't see the holes in his hands i'm not gonna believe he's resurrected right like people have so much need to really like straight see something and and then they will believe but i feel like god is always like showing his mercy and showing his love um in many different ways and he's i don't know has as i told you like he's very creative mm-hmm. in, in the things that he does um and also like everything that he does he's very his his justice but he's uh but he's also love 
right? So he everything that he does for us is is made with love. And also, yeah, um, sometimes like because of sin, the humanity goes through some really really horrible stuff, and that's something that really makes me sad because God has such a beautiful like eye to see us. Like he sees us as his his kids, right? Uh, he, even even here in the in the same gospel, I remember which has like he gave us the like the power to be called kids of God, right? Like the, the childs of God. And that's something I feel like extremely powerful. Like to have that name, it's very, it's very important. And we are the first that need to be very, very sure of what we believe, how we stand, what we say, what we think, everything, because we have that much of, of power behind us. Like I see like I'm walking, for example, uh, on the street, I'm walking on the street and I'm not, I'm worried because also like being cautious is not just not caring, right? Being cautious is like you, you are in the mindset of, I know, um, I'm, I'm a human, although I'm a child of God, I'm also a human. So whatever thing can happen to me right now, but I have like a, a big, big giant. And the Bible says also, that like, I have a big giant behind me protecting me right uh, he comes like in the in spanish it says like power like a powerful giant right i don't know how it, i don't know how it says in english um but yeah like i'm walking and he is behind me and with me all the time right like he doesn't fall asleep like for some time or or he doesn't leave me at, at, at all like at any moment so so we we can get to see and have to think like the one that chose me to be his kid is the king of kings, the father of fathers. He is the creator of the world and he is totally in control of everything. So how or why am I not trusting enough God on the things that I'm doing, right? Um, I, I can tell you like in, in college or stuff like that, like... Uh, like the the pressure of of doing things right it's like so big that sometimes you want to take everything in hand but like he is that like i don't know if it happened to you like you have so many things in your hand and someone looks at you like do you need help <laughs> or something like that because you just can't handle everything like no, so like if you're like me i like to take a lot in my hands and sometimes i just want sometimes i just want someone to take care for all of that for me right and god is like that he says like give me everything give me all your problems come to me my, my child i remember i need to learn more verses in english because i don't remember them in english but um he says like come to me all those who are tired and i will make i, I, I will give you rest mm -hmm. and, and and he keeps on keeps on saying many different things and for me um if i will have to like give a um like a quick, uh, like resume, resume or something like that to someone about what Jesus is. Is this exact verse? Like the the thirty three, the uh, John sixteen thirty three. Like that's that's Jesus. Like that's literally what he did. Like um, he he came here. He gave peace to everyone. He showed his power to everyone. He showed who he was. He told them many times in many different ways. 
uh, and he he told the people like you'll have problems like you have uh, trouble you have tribulation and many different things but don't worry because I already won like like with me you are sure that you're never gonna lose although that's that's called like that 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 phrase i don't know if you guys have this phrase in english it's like you can win a battle but you didn't win war so that's what that's what i think like maybe we can lose a bunch of battles but we're never gonna lose war because we already won right with god we already won and that's something that i really like to think all the time yeah it's just it's just so good yeah absolutely yeah definitely i know i'm as i was kind of thinking of, of the takeaway from this um if there was one thing I wanted to to make sure the listeners uh, understood about this verse is, um, you know, looking at it through everything that's going on today, um, you know, if if the worst thing that uh, that the coronavirus can do to you, uh, uh, dear Christian listener, uh, is uh, if the worst thing a coronavirus can do to you is is to kill you. Um, well, guess what? Christ has already taken care of that because the worst thing that death can do to you, the only thing that death can do to you is, is deliver you to your savior. Um, so mm-hmm. what a, what a yeah. wonderful comfort and hope that is. Yeah. Like it's so good that even like to think that even if I die today, I know where I'm going. So that's, that's something that people also have to be like, sure. Don't, don't be worried of death or uh, as I said, be careful with everything if you want to have more time in the world, right? right? right. But uh, but just just don't be scared about it. Like even like in Jesus, uh, I'm gonna. I always tell that to, to people. Like Jesus died. <laughs> At some point, he was dead, and then he resurrected three days. He resurrected himself <laughs> three days later. Uh, because that he's that much uh, of a powerful God, right? Yeah. Um, but but yeah, just don't, don't be scared of it, and trust that God is like God is the end of the road all the time. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, thank you so much for this conversation. I really enjoyed it. Um, I never get tired of talking about this verse. I can we can. Like, I was telling my brother the other day, like, you can take from one verse, like, many different topics that you can talk about. And I'm very, very grateful that I could, that I can, like, get to have this type of conversations with people like you. Because I know, like, you are someone that are, that is very interested in studying the Bible, going in depth uh, of the topics. And, yeah, just really thank you so much. And, um do you have like any last words that you want to like tell or, or something? Uh, just have courage, dear Christian, because your your God's got this. So, so thank you so much mm-hmm. for having me. Uh, this was super fun. I'm so glad we got to talk about this, and, and I I learned a ton. Um, I had a lot of fun digging into the scriptures today with you. Thank you so so much. 
So Rachel, um, if you guys would like to pray for her, she is doing very, very good in college. Uh, she lives very far from her college. And now because of the coronavirus, everyone studying at home, right? But I've, I just encourage you to keep on going. Like, um, I know God has huge plans for you. He will He will bless you and, and help you in, in the way. And I hope that I can get to keep being present in your life as long as God wants me to and stuff. So... Yeah, just just thank you so much. And thank you to everyone that is listening to this podcast. This is a third episode. Um, we're going to change a little bit the, the way we're going to do things. So um, I'm going to try to have a guest every week. But if that is not possible, because right now, like, everyone is, is super busy in many different things, right? Many different situations. So some of the weeks, I'm, it's going to be just me talking and going through um uh, different verses right in the bible and that is that is not going to bring less uh, blessings than having some other person but i'll i'll try to do my best to have someone new every single week um so yeah um so thank you so much to everyone especially to rachel once again um and see you guys in the next episode thank you for listening You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube as Joyland Devotionals. Thanks again. See you in the next episode.